0: This is Democracy Manifest. Your Questions Answered, uh, where people can send us questions, anything they like, and uh, me and my good buddy Kev will try and answer the questions. Listen, not those little shit! I was taking shrapnel and side, while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face! Nono Winter asks... I don't reckon that's their real name, but still. There's been a shark spotted off the coast. You are mistakenly called upon by Boris Johnson to catch and kill the beast. Which Jaws character do you assume the identity of to fool the general public into thinking you are the man for the job? Well, I mean, obviously, I'd disguise myself as Quint.
1: Uh,
0: I'd just (laughs) disguise myself as the guy who killed it. Then I'd kill it, and then I'd say I'm the man for the job because I killed it. Well, you can disguise yourself as a man for the job. Well, we could disguise ourselves as fishermen. I mean, I don't know what... what, uh, No, no, winter is uh, something we can do. I mean, the the fact... I mean, I would say Jaws is one, one, if not the favourite film of mine. I'd like to be able to go out on a boat like the orca and do all that. But to be honest with you, because jaws is one of my favorite films and uh, i have watched it since i was quite young i won't be any where near a shark i mean <laughs> the fact of the matter is oh i want to get eaten i mean fuck me no thank you very much captain
1: I'm reading that question it even gave me the willies. There's absolutely no fucking way I'd go near a shark. Like when you get those ponces, and they're in the in the water, in the cages, going down there, having a little goosey gander at it. Oh, I've just paid 500 quid to go and look at a great white shark. You fucking knob. I wouldn't get anywhere near that. And as soon as they start smashing through it, oh, my God, oh, what's going on? You know, I've been attacked by a shark. Well, of course you have. You're fucking sausages to it, mate. I would not be anywhere near <laughs> We I'd be, I, I, I'd be, mugging, I'd be mugging someone else off to take, the, you know, the, the job of this. So um, I, I definitely would not be uh, the, the the public figure for this no. at all. I'd be sending them on the road for sure.
0: Yeah, no, definitely you're right. I mean, like you just said about the people that go on these shark holidays. That's not a fucking holiday, is it? Fucking going down in a cage to have a look at a shark. Fuck that. Is that what they call it? They call it a. holiday. Holidays? Holidays, yeah, yeah. They don't call it a holiday. My ex-wife wanted us to go on these. Holidays. One of them she wants to go on was to go to Africa, right, where you camp out in the middle of fucking nowhere and you've got to put these fucking bushes around you, these thorny bushes... To stop you from fucking getting interfered with by lions and Christ knows what. No, no. i fucking see you in the bar, thank you very much. I'm not the right man for the job. I think the can answer that question, is We'd both be disguised as normal cunts, having a pint. Fuck you! Fuck you and fuck you! Han Solo,
1: Ted, Theodore Logan and John Bender. So, which one would you shag? Which one would you marry?
0: And which one would you kill? I don't know. Um, I'd probably, I don't know, I'd probably kill Ted Feodor Logan because I haven't really got an answer to that. I don't know. I'd probably shag John Bender and I'd marry Han Solo. (laughs) Mine's easy.
1: I'd I'd marry Han Solo, I'd shag Han Solo and I'd kill Han Solo just so that um, I wouldn't have to share him with anyone else. Not a question though, is it? Do I have to stick strictly to the rules? You know, that's how I'd answer the question. The other two can just bugger yeah. off.
0: Put it back down here. I don't want your sandwich. You made the hands down a carsey, you filthy bastard. But now you're making a sandwich. You're trying to wash them. No, I washed them up Wash them was with your hands down a carzi fiddling about with washed macaroni. With them and out of it. Anonymous asks, Who is the best Batman? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You, yeah, you go first. You, you can answer your question. The best Batman is obviously Adam West. The classic Batman 66. Campers Christmas. Best one-liners. Brilliant. Best version of the uh, of the Joker and uh, all the other villains I think they had in there. Riddler, obviously. Penguin. I think they even had uh, Egghead, which was... Uh, Vincent Price played Egghead. Firstly, I knew you were going to say Adam West. I don't know why, I just knew you would. <laughs> also, what's quite
1: interesting is um, comic book writer and creator Alan Moore had famously said that his favourite was Adam West as well. Uh, okay, so I, I grew up watching a lot of the, the Batman TV series. and Adam West was always funny to watch. I, I think the real sort of turning point for, for every comic book film I mean, was the Michael Keaton one. The way he played Batman was just very sort of, sort of very dry, very serious, so believable. I mean, considering like he was Beetlejuice in the studio,
0: what had nothing to do with him. It was very much like another Bruce Willis, John McCain story. I can remember when it came out. I went to the cinema to see it. I don't know. Did you manage to get to the cinema to see it, or you? No, I did. I didn't, and that's painful. But yeah, I did. I, I saw it on the big screen. <laughs> I saw it years later, but I didn't see it originally. Well, it was around that time that they that was the first film that they did the Certificate 12 for, isn't it? Yes. Obviously, it was too violent for a PG and not violent enough for a 15 and also would have cut out quite a big chunk of the audience it was aimed for. A bit like when Gremlins came out, when they uh, had to give it a higher rating. I think they gave that a 15 rating, so it buggered up all the merchandise being sold to kids. But anyway, that's by the by. But yeah, I I can remember it being a 12, and yeah, 1989, I would have been 12. So I went to see it at the cinema. I think I went to Cosham, the Cosham ABC or Canon cinema. I went with my cousin, Lee. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant, brilliant. Really, really very dark. And it, I can remember coming out and being thinking, oh, that was awesome, absolutely awesome. So many great films came out in 1989 and I did go to the cinema to see. That one of them would have been one of the highlights of that year. Jack Nicholson's performance in it was fucking awesome. Really good, really good take on it. Diplomatic community.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't get to see it at the cinema. I got to see Batman Returns at the cinema at Kosham with my dad. But Batman, I always remember because I was getting babysitted at the time. The, the parents of the kid I was around, it was uh, like his cousin or son was watching over us. His parents went to see it. Uh, they came back. They hadn't told us. They sat down. Again, it's early, early memory of mine from childhood, and I always remember this, because they came in, sat down, and their dad went, we just went to see Batman. And uh, at the very end of it, the Joker dies, and Batman saves the city, and you see the Bat-signal at the very end. And I just remember sitting there thinking... You wanker.
0: But anyway, um, to answer
1: the question, who's the best Batman, or who is your preferred one? Um, it's, it's it's difficult, because I really like George Clooney, but I thought his Batman was terrible. Um, and what's funny is even he still to this day admits that. I think Michael Keaton was absolutely fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I cannot wait to see him don the cape and the cow again for the Flash movie. I'm sure they'll probably de-age him, or I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, Val Kilmer I mean Val I thought Val Kilmer was good I thought he Bruce Wayne not so great he was all right I thought his Batman he he was really good uh, minus all like the you know the, the the bat suit with nipples and and things like that I I generally thought he was a good Batman. But I was going to say, there's that one shot in Batman Forever where he looks really good in the Batsuit when he's been buried under all that rubble, all that um, grit and stuff. And Robin pulls him out, and his Batsuit isn't shiny anymore. It's, it's like a matte look, like Michael Keaton's. And in that one moment, that one moment I thought, why didn't they just keep the Batsuit? Why didn't they have it like that? Why
0: did they yeah. have to make it shiny? Because he just looks so fucking cool. Uh, in that one moment. I think, unfortunately, with Batman Forever, Jim Carrey as the Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, as much as I did enjoy uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, I do think it was airing more to the side of the old Adam West, Batman 66 side of things. So, yes, I did enjoy it, but it wasn't anywhere near as dark and as on point as Batman and Batman Returns. And then, as you say, when Clooney had a little go at it, it was the Camp City again. And also in Batman Forever, they fucking wasted Bane. Real, real poor use of, of such an amazing character, which obviously was um, rectified with old Mr. Tom Hardy. Well, what what I read recently was supposedly in
1: the Warner Brothers vaults there is Joel Schumacher uh, did actually produce a near three-hour cut of Batman Forever which is very different to the theatrical one supposedly I don't know if I'll ever see the light of day but from what I read it sounded quite interesting so yeah I thought, I thought Val Kilmer was he was pretty good uh yeah George Clooney wasn't I mean Christian Bale was brilliant uh Christian Bale I, I think the difference between I suppose someone like uh Keaton and Affleck was Bale was a dead sir. Christian Bale just seemed like the right choice. Uh, with Keaton, it, it was just a different, it was just a very radical choice. And then it was the same with Affleck, you know, to, when he was announced, there was it was another like Heath Ledger moment where people were thinking, really? Ben Affleck? Batman? Whereas Christian Bale came in, donned the cape of the cow, and did what you expected him to do, I felt Ben Affleck did another Michael Keaton and then showed up and completely sort of surprised you so I think I think all three of those Keaton, Bale and Affleck I think all three of them are solid and they're all solid in their own fields in all honesty I don't think I could say which one I prefer spotted dick Brian asks is Dirty Dancing creepy
0: yes <laughs> I think that does that one <laughs> It's only creepy based on the fact that when you watch it now, I mean, I guess the characters in it of uh, Johnny, uh, Patrick Swayze, he's uh, he's supposed to be, what, 18? But Patrick Swayze looks about 35 in it. He's supposed to be 18? Yeah. No. Yeah, he is. And um, Baby is supposed to be, what, 16? Fucking hell. Anyway, but she does look about sixteen. So you've got a film of a love affair between a thirty-five-year-old and a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> so it looks a bit, a bit dodgy.
1: I've never thought of it to be creepy, and now you sort of said that you might have tarnished that film forever. I've always thought of it as quite a sweet film, and uh, but the next time I'm, I'm going to watch it, I'm definitely going to be seeing it for a, a different lens. So yeah, cheers. Thanks very much.
0: Don't you, hello, Mr. Chin-me. Huh? What have you talked about now? anonymous asks uh best adam sander film question mark punch drunk love i knew you were going to say that you're such a fucking, <laughs> you're such a, a film person yeah i knew you were gonna say that punch
1: drunk, love. punch drunk love then i would say uh what is the safety brother's filming did uh uncut gems and then and then I would say uh, uh, it'd have to be Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Bulletproof,
0: and then just whatever after that, yeah. I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan, so I would say I think mean, you've picked pretty much, pretty much the first two are Sandler in serious roles. But for me, like you've said, Early Sandler, uh, Happy Gilmore, I think there's some great lines in it. There's some great lines that I still use. Pop culture that is reflected in my everyday lingo. But what's his name? Ben Stiller. The Ben Stiller bit with his nan. (laughs) My fingers hurt. (laughs) Well, no, your bat's going to hurt because you've just pulled landscaping, Judy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because he's,
1: he's, he's the nurse, isn't he, with the massive handlebar attached. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's just really mean to her. But as soon as he, old Santa turns up, he's all best friends with him, isn't he? <laughs> yeah,
0: he's really nice. I can I get you, sir? Uh, Mr. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and then everyone goes... Could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of... Shut the hell up! <laughs> <laughs> you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> You're in my world now, Grandma. <laughs> the other thing that we do is say, like, nice and easy, which is Carl Weathers, who obviously plays Tap it in. Give her the old tap a <laughs> yeah. Tap, tap, tap. All you got to do is just tap it in. Just tap it in. Hey, just tap it in. Suck my white ass, ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he has the old charity match. I mean, was it, was it Bob Barker at the end? He starts beating him up, and then Bob Barker kicks
0: the shits out of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Do you want a piece of me, old man? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. <laughs> Obviously, one of the best lines, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> 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 you know, unless you're like the weirdest guys ever, and
1: I don't see it. Great. This is a a cheeky bonus. Killer King 101 asks, how much would it cost the Empire to employ you as Darth Vader's nappy changer? This must be done twice a day. (laughs) and he must be wiped, as you
0: would wipe a baby. <laughs> How much? How much? I don't know. That's basically just asking if you'd be a carer. Um, <laughs> I mean, the average wage for a carer is shit, so no, I wouldn't want to be employed as a carer. Um, and he got a fucking pipe or something that he can stick up his ass when he needs to go. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly. He has got an arse, hasn't he? That didn't come off in the films. And I know he has when he has his bath, he has to go in that thing, which you see in Rogue One, don't you, where he's sort of no arms, no legs, but he's sort of bobbling around. Um I don't know. I'd probably have to at least be on a salary of around 30 grand a year. And I'd want my own company TIE Fighter thrown in and my own my (laughs) my own room and board on the Death Star, although I'd always be concerned about it being blown up by those cheeky rebels but yeah maybe some big insurance oh yeah because i mean you might not get they might not offer you a residency on the
1: death star so if they do they put you on like indoor or tatooine or they put you on another planet I, I would i would hope that by doing all that travel even if you're getting your complimentary tie fighter that they're going to be sorting you out of a little uh inter intergalactic uh business smiles or something
0: i imagine you'd you'd never be able to be more than say <laughs> 12 foot away from Vader's arse just in case it needed a wipe <laughs> Lucky now. I mean especially how much do you want to be paid to wipe a quadriplegic's arse <laughs> it's fucking good is it well he can't do it himself because the, the fucking stick thing that they use on their end you can't get it round to the bum hole Oh, fuck it. Buy him a B day. Yeah, it could be one of those ones that floats.
1: It could almost be like a, <laughs> like a Charles Xavier thing. It just kind of floats behind him a few feet. There we go. And, and then you know that once he's done, you know what line he's going to be using, isn't he? The classic line from coming to America Wipers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, yeah, to be a, a, a intergalactic arse wiper, I probably need quite a bit of dough. The Schrutes have a word for when everything in a man's life comes together perfectly. Perfect in schlag. That's the uh, the end of the question session, or the your question's answered. You're either a cunt or you're not, so just don't be a cunt. Ta-da!
1: Oh, matron.